Game of Thrones podcast. Um, I'm John, manager of John Snow FC. I've got two guests with me today, Abby of the Crow Nutters and Mihir of Q Carol Carol. How are you guys both today? Yeah, good. Pretty good. Um, so let's crack on. Um, so game week 31 ended with uh, only five matches, premiership matches played. So we were anticipating low scores throughout all matches and that's exactly what happened. Um, the first game that we came across was Shams Egg Fried Reus versus Mihir's Q Carol Carol. Um, a match that Mihir won by 20 points to 13. Um, do you want to take us through the game, Mihir? Yeah, so I was quite surprised to win this game. Um, going into it, me and Sham both had about nine players each, but Sham had the star names with his three Liverpool players and Hazard and Rudiger. Um, on the Saturday, we pretty much both had a really bad day. Um, most of our players getting noughts or ones. I was a few points ahead, and um, Mark Noble was the only one who scored points for me with six. And then on the Sunday, Sham obviously had the three Liverpool players and two Chelsea players in comparison to me having Giroud, who don't play, and Sigurdsson. Um, and then just some freak incidents in the game. So Alisson and Van Dijk, that mistake, conceding. Um, and then Rudiger conceding. Hazard didn't do anything and Sigurdsson scoring for me. So that ultimately won me the game. Um, yeah, it was a good win. My first win over Sham this season my lowest points of the season and also his lowest points of the season um, and obviously knocks him off the top spot as well so it was a good all-round win yeah it's a, it's a strange game week because there's many players out and you can't risk bringing any players to the farm because like mm. who does Sham get rid of he can't get rid of um, Pogba for example yeah. um, so he has to can't, he's kind of forced to have the team that he has and then he's just praying that he gets more points than Mahir for example so it's a very strange week, so very one two count. And then like Van Dijk making a mistake. That's like the first time ever, I think, in his life that he's mistaken in yeah. a football match. So. And also him, he brought in, he got in Vardy from Nick. That was a bit worrying. But then, see, Leicester got a red card in the first few minutes. Um, he brought in out Balboina and Frederick from West Ham. Both didn't play. And even if they did play, they conceded three anyway. So it only would have been one point. Um, so yeah, just literally none of his players got yeah more than two. Yeah, this was a game that went down to the decider, um, Sigerson, that goal um, making a difference for you. Um, how did you feel when he missed the penalty? I wasn't surprised because I had the same situation before with Benash when I needed only two points from Sigerson and he missed the penalty, so it got me minus points. Um, luckily, he converted in the rebound, which got me the win, but there's been a few occasions where I've had to rely on Sigerson in the final game and it's never come through, so yeah, it's about time. And... Um, yeah, it was a good win. Uh, and, and also, Sham, like you mentioned, Sham losing top spot. So what does this, this mean for Sham? Where does his, his team go next? I'm not sure because he's got a fierce competition now from Dinesh and Dan. Uh, John as well. You, Abby, you're still there. The top, so anyone in the top five can win it. So, um, I mean, he's we've known him for buying players, but now... And the last week, he's been actually offering to buy teams.
<laughs> I guess that response from my colleagues is everything there. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Um, so Sherm's dropped down into second place. Um, is, all, is everything to play for as we as we go into the last few games here? Um, so Binish takes top spot, but we will move on to Binish's game shortly. <coughs> Anything more to add on that game, guys? No, not really. Yeah. But if Sham was to buy every other team in the league, how many teams would be left? That's, that's a good good question, actually. So if Sham was to buy other teams in the league, who would actually get into his squad? Because apparently yeah. he's got 11 world-class players. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sigurdsson? <laughs> yeah, he'd probably get in there. Well, so who who did, who did he realistically purchase? Uh. He, he, I think he's been talking to Nick. He approached me. Uh, I don't know who else he's been talking to. He can probably buy Greg or Ed, but I'm not sure they have anyone valuable to the team. <laughs> might just buy every other team <laughs> in the league. He might just be Sham. <laughs> <laughs> the franchise is a fan. So one thing that can be said about Shami is it provides a lot of entertainment. Yeah, I'm going to keep my opinion to myself on this one. It gets me in a lot of trouble. Okay, next up was um, Dan's uh, as one reserves versus the Cronutters. And we've got Abu here with us. Do you want to take us through that game, Abu? Yeah, so um, I, I had a look at my team and I thought maybe there's a possibility. Then I forgot that Dan does like to farm and a, a slight on my part because every single player in his team, apart from Bosley, scored points. So I was always going to be an uphill battle. Uh, on the Saturday, Rondon scored. So that got me into a lot of trouble. And then if you look at it, Mina, Pickford, they got him a good amount of points. So... Uh, nothing uh, I don't well, it's, it's Dan Dan's very good at farming so he was in the prime position for this game week because with the rest of the teams we, we've, we've got certain players that we would never farm out because we'd probably never get them back because Dan doesn't care he could just farm as he goes and proven by the fact that 10 of his players scored points and he hit the 40s and everybody else was averaging around 20 points so yeah credit to Dan he just Played it perfectly. I think with this one, I, I, obviously everyone was hit with the five only five games, but you probably were hit with the most players um, from like Tottenham, United, Arsenal, all not playing. So I think, and yeah, you're right. You can you can't get rid of any of these players, and I'm sure going forward with all the double game weeks, these players will actually benefit you. So um, yeah, it, was, you, it wasn't too bad taking the hit on this one. Yeah, I've, so I'm worried that I've got so many Tottenham players and they seem to be, my team is following the form of Tottenham where we've just fallen apart, spotly as always. Um, so I'm a bit worried in being the game week loser. I don't think I'm going to get relegated. Um, I guess that's going to be Greg because everybody wants to make Ed great again. So that nothing happened there. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's been a fun ride, but I think the season's kind of petered out now and it's going to take something special for me to even though I'm only four points off top, the top of the table, so it takes something special for me to overcome, for example, John, who's been in great form at the moment. Dan, Dan is just Dan. I don't know how he does it, but somehow he does it. And Videsh is winning. Um, and again, you never know. 
the Kroneters may go out of business and they might be the egg fried Kroneters, so you just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> what's your no, price? I think. I think um, <laughs> it's food. <laughs> with Dan, he's always been like mid table, fourth, fifth, sixth, but this is the highest he's probably been, closest to the top. And it's interesting, like, Binesh and Sham have so many top six players and like great players they can't get rid of. Whereas Dan, he builds his team predominantly off the farm, and I know he's experimented a lot of times. Obviously, like the Wolves, Newcastle, etc., and off the farm was sort of pretty much every player in the draft. Um, and I think I don't know what his ambitions are. He always says not to lose or not to lose the round. But if he he could actually win the league, in my opinion, if yeah. he um, if he did, does try or I don't know not focus on helping Greg and things like that because <laughs> then he so Dan's a very dangerous operator because he's got uh, an intimate knowledge of the league he seems to always find these players that get him the points that he needs and these are players from teams that are struggling they're not the historical big six for example so even going into next season Dan's just an enigma I just don't know what he's going to do but is his are his farm teams strong enough to win the league because he, because like, with with us, whenever we make a change, we can potentially change a few players, yeah. which would be our lowest performance players. So, for example, you never take out Sterling, you never take out Edison, yeah. and it's hit and miss if they're going to get points or not. More times they will, probably won't. But with Dan, only eleven of his players are up for sale. Mm-hmm. So then he just looks at the league, he he had makes a prediction on what teams are going to do well, and then he brings those players in. Now it's going to be interesting if he changes his tactic and then starts going for bigger players. But it's working well for him at the moment, so he should stick with what he's doing. But you're right, it's risky. But with a relegation running, there's a lot more pressure with those teams at the bottom, so there's a lot more pressure to perform. So you just don't know. I think looking at his games, he's got Ed next. Um, Even with a double game week, I'm pretty sure he'll fancy himself in that game. And then the week after, when there's only another five, six games, he's got Sham. Sham, again, is not going to drop players, and Dan can get a whole 11 in. So he could be on top spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so on last week's podcast, all three uh, managers on the podcast uh, voted in favour of Sher- um, Dan to win that game. And yes, he did indeed because of getting in uh, 11 players to start, all from the farm, scored really well, 43 points, so a great win for Dan. On to the next game, which was Ed's Flying Pigs versus Greg's Reek in my rear view. Uh, another match that all managers on the podcast last week voted in favour of Greg to win. And Greg did it by a very narrow margin of one point, winning by 24 points to 23. Um, very, very, very um, average performance. Uh, Dinier picked up a six points by getting a clean sheet in that Everton-Chelsea game. And other than that, it was ones and twos. Oh, Richarlison as well. Uh, Got a goal and a clean sheet in that game. Um, anything more on this game? It was quite a... I think on paper before the game, Greg was a massive favourite just because Ed had so many players out. Um, but in the end, Greg actually got very lucky to win this game because the players that Ed did have, Hernandez, Aki and Nasri, all got a good 20 points between them. Um, and Greg, he had obviously Maguire getting sent off. None of his players on the Saturday did very well and as you said he got quite lucky with Everton and Richarlison getting him just over the line but it was a crucial game for him and a must win game for him so 
um, it's a big big win for him but um, yeah quite lucky to be honest yeah he got all his, Ed got all his points from five players so that is very impressive um, shame he still lost um, I guess what what's, what's that look like on the table now uh, what's the difference between Egg and, oh six points so this game very tight now um, uh, this has ended Greg's run so he's no longer reek in <laughs> he's back to Binesh in his review <laughs> or you can say eventually he'll be editing his review you just never know he seems to be getting the points um, I guess there's people trying to make him great again yeah. so you just never know what's happening um, Ed he's been quiet recently on the comms mm-hmm. and on the chats so I don't know whether he's trying as much as he was before which is adversely affecting his team but surprisingly he's actually been playing better well, when I he's think, not been trying so I think Ed's issue was that a few weeks ago he was winning loads of games I think he won four or five on the bounce and he got himself quite ahead of Greg and Greg and James he must have been about a good 12 points clear and I think from then his tactic was just not to finish bottom and he kind of just left it when he got all those wins and now he's pretty much falling down the Back league the and, yeah. and yeah he needs to look over his shoulder because Greg is catching him up um, and James is a good squad, so I'm I'm pretty sure James will finish above him. So it'll be I think it'll be between them two for bottom. But yeah, I think just since Ed's won those games, he never really carried on that momentum. He could have been like mid table by now, but um, yeah, he kind of just gave up on his team and hoped or assumed he won't finish at the bottom. Very much agree with that. And there was a lot more energy within Greg. Uh, first time on a podcast in 31 weeks, um, and while on the podcast, he did say that this was one of the biggest games of the season for him. He saw it as a six-pointer that he, he couldn't afford to drop points in, and you know he went away. He went away and picked up the three points. So went on to Greg and possibly could overtake Ed in this uh, relegation battle. Yeah, credit credit to Greg. He's he's never really got gone away. Teams have pulled away from him, but he's clawed his way back up again, and he's still he's there with dec- He's got a decent squad. Um, yeah, it's not it's not amazing, but it's not terrible as well. So I'm sure he'll be okay. I have heard rumours throughout the week, and <coughs> even a, a small amount on this podcast about making Greg great again. Um, anything or making teams great again? Anybody want to fill us in on that? It's just rumours, I think, at the moment. It's like you just. You hear these things, the great one, yeah. but Mega and Mugga and Marga, so it's just loads of abbreviations, but we won't really know until we get to the business end of the season, then we find out what happens. I think, like, the managers who are at the top battling in the title race, helping out the guys at the bottom, I think maybe they should focus. Yes, I think the managers at the top should focus on like themselves, because it's a really interesting title race, rather than helping someone who's going to finish either ninth or 10th. Who may never even exist in case they've been bought out by a certain <laughs> manager. Okay, uh, and on to the final game. Oh, next game, sorry, uh, was uh, James's Honkin FC versus um, the uh, John Snow FC team. Um, so last week, all uh, managers on the podcast uh, predicted in favour of James to win that, including myself. Uh, I believe that James was going to start with more players than me, which would give him the edge. And he did. He started with um, 11 players and I had eight players. But, you know, I think when you've got a, a good team, you've got a special team, 
typical players such as Mane, anything's possible. Uh, Mane produced a, a great, another great performance, um, joint um, player of the week by scoring and getting an assist in that game against Fulham, which took us over the line. 27 points um, was enough to beat James and James already scored 15, so that's all it was really. Pretty basic week for us. Yeah, I think again, James's team, he had them more players, but not anyone that really turned up for him. It was all ones and twos again. And like you mentioned, you had Mane, 13, and Calvert Lewin, 5, who, who ultimately won it for you. Yeah, it's walk in the park. So, how many wins is that, is that in a row for you now? It's not much of a winning streak, um, I recall. Um, had a draw with Binesh at some point. So you've been undefeated for quite a while now. That's, that's, yeah, you've, you've completely shot up the table, so it's been a fantastic turnaround. Lost to me. Oh yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but apart from, I guess, one solitary loss, it's, you've had a very good uh, second half of the season. And we shows by the position, your position on the table, you're fourth now, right? Yeah, it's quite yeah. a turnaround. Um, around Christmas time, when we was off for the Christmas break, we went on a bit of a winning streak. Then, uh, when, once we made a few changes to our team, um, yeah, we haven't looked back since. There was a point in time where our losses were double the amount of our wins, so we've we've had a, a huge turnaround to now be in a position where we are four points off the top. So, fingers crossed, and hope to uh, bring it home. Yeah. Unless your team gets sold, I think I think we're quite an expensive uh, uh, team for for said managers to uh, approach. You can name your price on the podcast if you want, and then I'm sure somebody will get back to you. It's <laughs> no 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 price for us at this stage. <laughs> Any more on that game, guys? Um, no, it's pretty routine. Um, there wasn't the same rivalry as there usually is between your matches but what can you say yeah I think that we had rivalries when I was towards the bottom of the league but now I think I'm out of reach of James so he's got more respect yeah Yeah. he's got other battles to fight (laughs) so have I and the final game was uh, Nicholas versus Binesh Um, Nicholas continues his reek streak by uh, losing to Binesh, uh, a game that everybody believed that Binesh was going to take. Uh, Binesh had some of Nick's own players playing against him in a deal that only only Nicholas could uh, describe for us, but he's not here to to elaborate on. Uh, King picking up 13 points with two goals in that game, I think, was the difference to, to earn him 25 points and the win. Um, anything more on that? I think this game was a lot closer than people expected. Um, Nick had so many players out, but the ones he did have, Madison, um, Felipe Anderson, did quite well for him. And if it wasn't for King, um, Benesh probably would have got a low points as well. Um, good signing on him with Tielemans, who's done really well in the last few weeks. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, that loan um, of Wilson to Benesh, if Nick kept him, there would have been a draw 23 all. But, um, yeah, as mentioned, he's the only one who can explain what was going through his mind. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I've got Nick next week, so he's got a lot of double game week players, so 
<clears throat> I'm guessing he's got a deal with Vinesh to somehow get some players in, but it's a very, it's a very close game, surprisingly. Um, Madison obviously being Nick's standout performer, but yeah, Vinesh keeps winning. He's now top of the table, sits at the top once again. He was the original winner and then he came out with a video, so I'm expecting to see another video now that he's top again. But yeah, it's his first time on the top since that since that opening day. Um, we're not sure how long he's going to last there because there's so many managers right behind him. Um, so yeah, um, there's also been rumours of charity about how other managers have helped prop up Binesh, and he's in he's in the position where he is because of other managers. So it's like a false number one. But again, there's rumours. There's a lot of rumours going around at the moment, and again, you never know. Binesh team might be sold, so we're not on top of the table. <laughs> Yeah, I think Vinesh has had uh, probably the best turnaround um, going from losing around uh, right away to up the top and uh, leading, up, leading the pack. Uh, whether these rumours are true or not, uh, salute to, to Vinesh and yeah. you know, all of the, the tactics and the, the, uh, the double crossing that he's been doing throughout the season. Yeah, yeah. and there's a, an extra stat, statistic as well. Vinesh was last fancy Premier League loser so he could be, go from loser to champion and that would be an incredible turnaround and he's, also, he's also got a very strong squad for the final few weeks um, up there with yours John and Sham so it'll be it'll be interesting when you guys all face off yeah well would you say that we have the best three teams in the league or, or is there some kind of ranking I'd say here? with the 11 yeah you probably have on paper the best teams Okay. Your form guide is the best out of all three, correct? Not, not Shams. Not um, John's, John's form yeah. is the best out of all three. Oh. Okay, I'll probably look into that. Um, <coughs> so let's crack on with predictions for game week thirty-two. Uh, the first game is uh, a clash of two of those three teams that we've just spoken about. Um, it's my uh, John Snow FC versus Shams Egg Fried Reuse. Uh, a very, a very on paper, tough game for myself and a very interesting one with Sham being two points ahead of me. I could overtake him with this win here. And, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of players. Um, if I just have a quick look now, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players with double game weeks that can I can utilise and I'm sure Sham will be aiming to do the same thing. I've heard rumours of him uh, making a few trades, looking at buying teams, so who knows who I'm going to face uh, come next week, but I would like to uh, go with myself on this one. We've got a point to prove. We, we want to win this league. We want to remain in a title uh, race, so I'm going to go with myself on this one. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Uh, based purely on form, John's been doing really well in 2019. Uh, Sham's strolling a bit. Um, yeah, so unless Sham pulls something out of the bag, which you never know, he probably might. Might just be a buying team. But yeah, on paper at the moment, what it looks like, I'll go with John. I think obviously the last time you beat him, um, he said he had quite a depleted squad and his squad was going through a bit of a transition to prepare for these last few games um, so now he, from what he said he must have a strong full 
full team. So are you a bit more worried than you were last time with him having a stronger squad? You did mention you both have a lot of double game weeks and knowing Sham, he probably will get a few trades in for this game. Oh, and do you expect Banesh to be one of them, especially Banesh being top, to give Sham players who's second behind him against you? I do, expe- I do expect Banesh to do that after what I've seen from Banesh over the, the course of this season. And you know, I wouldn't put it past Sham offering whatever he can to make it happen. But in terms of Sham, got to give him credit where it's due. He's second in the league and that's not come from you know, being a bad manager in any way at all. But one thing I do want to pull you up on is um, you said that Sham's repaired his team since we last played. I think that Sham's team has been a complete, uh, the complete opposite since that game. So since the last time we played, which was like nine, ten game, ten game weeks ago, his form hasn't been anywhere near as good as it has been. So what are you saying? That was the beginning of the end for Sham. Well, of course. He never recovered. Of course. Ever since. Yeah. Of course. I destroyed him made him get breakfast for everybody in the league and he hasn't looked back since. So, well, would, you, looked back so since. would you say not only did it affect his team, it affected Sham mentally, that loss? Well, I, there's, there's things that I don't want to bring up on the podcast, but that took place earlier today, but definitely. Because there's, there's, there's signs there, because his shirt and his suit don't really match, so he's struggling with these colour combinations as well, so there seems to be some sort of issue going on. And just on top of this game... Were you to be betting on this match? Do you know what? I'm, I say it every week. I'm sold on my team. I know <laughs> what we're capable of. We can beat anybody any game week. So uh, anything, anything's possible. I, I've, not, I've always been the, uh, the person who's approached. I don't come up with these bets. But you know, if anybody wants to put anything on the line, my team's here. And obviously, we don't you back down. if you do when you go above Sham. Yeah. How big a boost will that be for your team? Well, it's been coming and I expect it, so I won't really be too fussed by it. But I'm sure a lot of people in the league who doubted us throughout the season, who saw us towards the bottom, who saw us um, claiming to be the best team in the league when we were low down, you know, they, they're, they're going to be the ones that are shocked. So not me, not me personally. Yeah, for me, I think it's the best team in the league versus 11 world-class players. Um, but I'm going to go with the best team in the league. Yeah, best team in the league. Well, I have I have rescinded that uh, that claim. So, uh, and just just John's now. See, we'll do. Thank you very much, guys. So that's three in favour of uh, John Snow FC. Uh, on to the second game, which is um, Binesh in my review versus Binesh. I take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, top versus bottom Greg even though he's come off a win on against Ed and there's rumours of other managers trying to make Greg great again I think Vinesh love way too much for Greg Vinesh's team is so much stronger he owes Nicholas some loans so he'll, he'll be a little bit weaker but even then I think he'll have way too much for Greg I don't think he owes Nicholas loans that was he's already given was that was he already given that was a repair yeah but we, as we mentioned, he might be giving Sham some loans. Um, he has been threatening you with that, hasn't he, John? He has been, yeah. yeah. And I don't like to be threatened. Um, yeah, for me, I think Vinesh will win. It won't be a walk in the park. I think Greg will still put up a good score. Um, but yeah, Vinesh will have a bit too much. 
Uh, I think Benesh has got a bit too much, but we might see a bit of a shock because just looking at um, uh, Benesh's Man City players, I, I can see a few of them uh, being rotated through uh, the next two game weeks. And, you know, what my predictions are like, so... Yeah, I think Jimenez will be back as well. So Jimenez got a good run in. Um, Ali, he stuck with Ali throughout. So I think he should he should have enough to win this one. Um, yeah. I think I spoke to him and he said he had eight or nine players with double game week. So right. yeah, it should be fine. Yeah. Okay, so that's all three in favour of Binesh. Right. Uh, next up. <coughs> It's Abu versus Nick. Yeah, so this is a game I don't want to lose because Nicholas has been losing to pretty much everybody. So I don't want to be the guy who ends that losing three. Um, I'm a bit worried. My team, they're blowing hot and cold at the moment. They, I seem to win, then I seem to lose. And I think I blame this completely on my Tottenham players. Tottenham have been going through a bad patch. Uh, and three of my players are from Tottenham, so I seem to be struggling there. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. I'm going to back myself because Nicholas has been on a bad form and I do back my strikers even though Mitrovic hasn't scored in a while but yeah I think hopefully I should have just about enough to beat Nicholas but I'm not feeling confident about this one that's the thing with Tottenham um, they have Liverpool away but then they have Palace at home in the double game week so it's, I, I don't see them doing much at Anfield but um, the Palace home game is where they can get some points but Again, that might just be you benefit one game out of the double game week. So, because yeah. um, I'm hoping Kane can score in both. Um, Eriksen's not really done much, and if I can get a clean sheet from Vertonghen out of one of those two games, that would be really handy. That should get me a, a decent amount of points. Um, so Nicholas shouldn't have Aubameyang and Jimenez. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll have Wilson and Vardy back, but they play each against each other, I think. Yeah, um, Otamendi looks injured. Mendy looks injured. So. Walker will play three games. Martial hopefully is injured as well. So potentially uh, he may not even have an 11, which would be handy. But yeah, you just never know. Yeah, I think it'll be a high scoring game. Um, I think, yeah, Abu probably just that Yeah, because usually I win when I when it's slow scoring games. So I just take him down to my level and then just beat on with experience. But uh, it's high scoring, it might be a little bit tougher. I've been, I've been thinking for the past few weeks that your team has been hot and cold and more cold than hot. And I think that this is going to be another one of those weeks yeah. where you get you get shocked, and I think it's going to be Nicholas breaking his reach streak, and he's going to be able to get the win here. And just uh, like on Nicholas's past few matches, he's remains to be a team that scores high. Uh, last week, when we only had the five teams playing, he scored as well, although losing. And this has been happening quite a few times recently. I think he's going to be able to pick up the win this week. So, I think if he does lose us. Hasn't won in ten games or something like that. So, yeah, yeah I think he's due a win. So, just to confirm that's two for Abu and one for Nick. <clears throat> Next up is uh, Mihir versus James. I just see I'm going Mihir. Um, it's going to be a tough game. James has a really good team. I know he had a bad week, but he's been on great form. Up there with one of the most improved teams in the league. Um, again, it'll come down to players and fixtures I think I have a few more players with double game weeks but James is re really good in the waivers as well so and he'll have more rights to the waivers than me so um, 
yeah, it'll be a tough game. Me and James have had some really good games in the past. It's always been very close. Um, I won the last one by one point, so I'm expecting this one to be a close one. But um, yeah, backing myself for the win. Yeah, James has got a surprisingly good squad. He's got Lukaku, Milivojevic, Morris, William, Brooks, even Alexander Arnold. He's got some gems in that squad. Uh, he's also got some strange players as well, like Mooney and Hennessy. But yeah, uh, James has been very. His improvement has been there for all to see. I think it was the last game game week round winner. So yeah, he's a very interesting team. But I think I'll pick Mahia to win it. Just because that may have been James's highlight winning that game week round, and then he's made a struggle after that. Mahir's got one, two, three, four, five, six players. There's a double game week, so that should help him out. Especially Jota, uh, De Gea. Ooh, that, that might be a tough one. What footballs? Laporte, Fulham, Cardiff. Yeah, that'll get you a lot of points. Yeah, I, I'm backing Mahir. This is going to be another one where I'm against you guys. Uh, I think I'm going to go with James on this one. I think that James, <coughs> as we were just saying, uh, uh, Crystal Palace with the double game week, Crystal Palace will uh, score him a lot of points there. Um, also, Chelsea, uh, I think he's Liverpool defender. Uh, Alexander will get him a lot of points. Um, yeah, I think that Morris might get a look in throughout this double game week as well. So... I'm going to go with James on this one. Final one. And the final game is Dan versus Ed. Yeah, I think it be a tough game for Ed. Um, he does have a couple of players with double game, a few players with double game weeks actually. Higuain, um, he's probably got the best fixtures for him. And actually his Wolves players as well. So he's got a few players that could do well for him this week. But I think Dan will have enough to beat him it'll be a tough game I think Ed will still get get a decent points total um, but yeah I think Dan will get the win and I think oh, Ed, this week will actually benefit Dan obviously with Sham and yourself playing each other one of you will drop points um, Abu as well gets Nick so I think yeah he can could find himself in the top two Dan could probably do it without having a single player having a double game weeks as well yeah. so he just I think with Dan's farming skills, he's just so strong. Uh, and Ed is struggling at the moment, so Rondon, Rondon going eight points. So I think, yeah, Dan should win this one quite easily. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's going to be an easy win for Dan, but we would love to see Ed win, yeah. uh, destroy Dan's chances in the title race, but there'd be certain, certain irony there if Ed does beat Dan. Okay, so that's all in favour of Dan. Yep. Okay. Is there any more talking points? Top guns, you and Vinesh in the final. I was going to say any more talking points before we move on to the top um, guns. But, um, um, uh, not much. Not much, really. Yeah, I think this week and last week are going to be the, the interesting ones because... One was hardly any, any teams playing, and this time around it's going to be like double game weeks. So these these two weeks will be like you say anomalies, but again the the regular winners keep winning. So yeah, it'll be interesting as well because we've got a break now for a week, so it's more time to get in trades, more time for managers to look at waivers, um, more time to purchase teams. Yeah, and yeah. then when it comes down to it next week, the games will be coming thick and fast, so it'll be yeah, we'll be running. Yeah, we'll be yeah. running.
looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So uh, yeah, let's touch on the uh, Top Guns Cup. Do you want to take it away, Mayor? Yeah, so um, Benesh and John qualified for the final. Um, myself and Sham going out. I had three wildcards to use this week. So I nuked Liverpool, used the Warhead on Hazard and the Stealth Fighter on Sham. Um, mainly because he attacked me last week with the G-Lock. Um, so I thought, I'm pretty much out, so I'll take him down with me. Um, but I think it'll be a good final, uh, Benesh and against John, two very strong teams. Um, that's another reason if Benesh does give players away to Sham, he might actually jeopardise himself in the Top Guns Cup. Um, and hearing that there's going to be some exciting um, ways for you guys to get the wild card, so that'll be interesting. Yes. Do, you think, do you think the double is on? The double is definitely on mathematically. Um, so yeah, um, we're definitely going to be going for it, but we're up against tough opposition, probably my toughest opponent in the league, I would say, points-wise, team-wise, Benesh's team is really strong. And um, depending on what we uh, what we decide to do for what we, or should I say, what commissioners or the, whoever is going to run this is going to decide to do, it's going to be Top Guns related. If it's questions, uh, Benesh will have the edge over me. I think he's watched Top Guns how many thousands of times. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It will be a tough one, but I just have to rely on my team as I did last week. Um, it's all about scoring high, uh, and we've got a double game week that's going to help us out massively. It's going to help uh, them out as well. But we can only count on our players, and that's what we're going to have to do. So I'm yeah. I'm confident that we will pick up the cup. I'm sure Benesh will want to win his own cup as well, um, and he's also got a good chance for the double. So. Yeah, I think it'll be a very interesting final. But this is this is this is a statement for you. It's a statement week, isn't it? You play both Sham and Binesh. So if you beat them both, um, then I guess there's, there's not there's less of an argument to say that yours isn't the best. Like yours is the best team in the league because you just smashed number one and number two in the same week. I've been making statements yeah. all season. Yeah. So this but is yeah, it's uh, time to it's time to show and prove now. So hopefully we can we can do that. Yeah. Any any predictions from you guys? Um, it'd be funny if you went so I want to go with you. Could you? Because Binesh wouldn't win his own cup. Okay. And if he loses, that means he's going to lose top spot as well. So there's a lot for Binesh to lose, which is hilarious. And I've got him the, the second match of the hop, so it's going to be an interesting game. Yeah. yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, that's a good point. Next week will be big, massive. The follow, sorry, the following game week will be pretty interesting then, because yeah. that could be a battle for top two as well in the league. It could be, it could be for each Sham. Yeah. And what do you make of Sham calling your team Key Snow Snow and that unnatural one running it? I didn't even I didn't hear him say that I didn't know he said that so uh, I think it was in his media comments yeah I, I didn't see his media comments I can't comment on that it's very uh, diplomatic how about you what do you mean that um, I don't want to say any opinions because some people might get offended by it <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting we wrap it up there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks for joining and um speak to you guys next week. See you. See you.